In today's episode, we're talking about coronavirus, the impact on travel and short-term accommodations, opportunities that exist to remain profitable during this crisis, and a little bit about the latest news. Welcome to the Hospitality Cashflow Podcast, where you'll learn how to leverage short-term accommodations using multifamily and residential properties. With over 35 years in hospitality, real estate, technology, and sales and marketing experience, our hosts, Matt Anisis and Noble Crawford, along with an expert panel of guests, invite you to listen in as they share their knowledge, best practices, tools, and resources to help you maximize cash flow using real estate for hospitality. Hey folks, welcome to Season 1, Episode 6. I'm Noble Crawford. Matt couldn't be with us for this particular episode as I'm recording this while I am traveling. It is 7.08 p.m. Sunday, March 15th, 2020. I'm in the Eastern Time Zone. I'm actually in Florida as I record this episode. So first off, my apologies, folks, for our failure to remain consistent in publishing our episodes. And, you know, there's there's no excuse, certainly, but there is a reason. And uh, so I'll go ahead and share that with you and leave it right there. So during the process of opening a couple of more locations recently, uh, I experienced it, experienced an unexpected loss in the passing of a family member. Um, and it hit me pretty hard. And honestly, it affected my work production, including this podcast. But the good news is, you know, we made it through the initial grieving stage and we went ahead and were able to open up our units successfully amidst this whole ongoing coronavirus issue. So this is going to be a really short episode. I just wanted to jump on, give you some quick content. Hopefully it's something that you can grab a few takeaways from and put into action that will help you. So a couple of quick items I wanted to cover. This episode is going to be really beneficial for uh, landlords, not just landlords in general, but for our, our landlords as well as they, as some of them may listen to the show, be beneficial for property owners, other hosts out there and management companies that uh, manage short-term rental properties and short-term accommodations. So there are a couple of things that we've done and that we're currently doing to maintain bookings and remain profitable during this uh, coronavirus uh, time period. So before we get into that, I want to talk to you about a couple of things, one or two things really that you should not do during this time. So the first one is that I wanted to say this is something you should not be doing. And it goes really beyond just the time period that we're in. And it, it extends out and it, it, it can be property specific. So it can be dependent a little bit on the type of property that you have. But for the most part, you unless you have to, you don't want to solely rely on travel guests and short stays. OK, so unless you have a property that is specific only to vacationers or vacation rentals or, you know, guests coming to stay less than a week, then you want to be in a position where you you don't solely rely on that demographic or that customer type for your bookings. Because quite honestly, I think those have been the 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 areas that have been hit the hardest uh, in a lot of cases or those are the customer types or guest types, guest profiles that have 
had the most number of cancellations recently. I, I believe everybody's been impacted to some degree, but I believe the traveling guest, the, the, the person that is is canceled their vacation or or was traveling, you know, just to to, to, to get away for a brief period. I think those are, are really where we're seeing heavy cancellations. And so if if possible, you don't want to be in a position where you rely solely on that type of guest. And then another thing is you want to look at industries and verticals that rely on your product or service, even during economic and, and travel related slumps like, like we're in now. And so th- that goes back to what I was just saying about the the, the travel uh, the travel type guests, you want to look at different guest types. And so for us, that may look like, you know, so, there are some locations that we have where they cater better to a different subset of guests. So one of those might be for uh, the relocation industry. So we're actually hosting guests in our property currently, and they are re- relocating into Texas from another state or even into the metro area from another part of the state. And so we're hosting those guests because they're actually relocating. And so it may be in your best interest to work with some relocation companies, some real estate relocation firms that specialize in that sort of thing. And maybe you can become their go-to provider or the recommended provider for short-term accommodations for those type for their clients. And so in that situation, usually when people are set to move and there's a closing you know, deadline or maybe they've sold their house and they're waiting to close or waiting on new construction to be finished, they're looking for short-term accommodations, You know, whether it's a, a few weeks to whether it's a month or two. And so if you put yourself in a position to cater to that type of guest, then you're less likely to be impacted by what's happening right now. Even with the coronavirus, there's still people that are their housing needs are transitioning. And so they need short term accommodations as a result. So that's that's one example. Uh, The medical field, ironically enough, you know, people have still procedures scheduled that they need to, you know, still take care of during this time of the coronavirus. So, you know, it could be a surgical procedure that's been on the calendar for a while that still needs to happen and maybe rescheduling doesn't make the best sense for them. And so that's still something that they have to travel to a particular medical facility to accommodate. But then maybe there's some outpatient stay involved after the procedure, you know, where they need to be nearby for follow up appointments or what have you. And so while coronavirus is medical related, health related, uh, there are other illnesses out there and other procedures and and things like that that people still need to take care of even during this time, this 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 time of the the, the coronavirus scare and the the economic uh, decline and that sort of thing. And so so maybe medical is something you can look at in that regard. I, I, another one is uh, temporary housing um, through insurance related needs. And so there will still be people that who have problems with their existing house, their existing home. You know, maybe it's a flood issue. Maybe there's a fire issue. Whatever the case is, there's always going to be those types of problems where people need 
short-term accommodations while they recover while you know while they get back on their feet or while their property is repaired or rebuilt or whatever the case is and so you know creating opportunities where you can partner with insurance uh, companies insurance adjustment companies things like that that work with people who are displaced are great opportunities to still be in a position to keep your calendar booked up and keep your keep keep the type of guests in your unit that it's less likely to to cancel you know like like folks are canceling right now uh staycations you know a lot of people maybe they had plans especially we're here in the middle of spring break to travel out of state you know certainly out of their immediate city but out of state um and maybe cross country and so but maybe they're local and maybe they will be willing to do like a smaller staycation, in which case, you know, your property may be more appealing. And so you may open up your listings to cater to local guests and put some some guidelines in place to, you know, to make sure you're accommodating, you know, the right age group. Maybe it's specific to families, whatever the case is. Uh, but there there may be an opportunity there. And so with that said, you just want to look at different different industries and verticals, like I said, where they rely more on your product or service even during these times. So I think one last thing is going after longer term uh, guest stays that require 30, 30 plus day stays or folks that have semi-permanent housing needs. And so those long term bookings usually happen for a specific reason. And mo a lot of the longer term bookings are less um, they're let they're they're related less to pers someone's personal need. Most folks are not taking a 30 day plus vacation. So there's a specific need why they need a longer term housing solution or longer term accommodations. And even even during this time of the coronavirus scare and and the seriousness of that, their needs may not change. And so there's an opportunity there to cater to those those types of guests. And then I would say, you know, so so also you don't want to be dependent on one platform. And so I see a lot of hosts out there who they depend solely on Airbnb and that's the product they use. That's the one they're most familiar with and they know. But as you of course, you know, Airbnb is allowing uh, cancellations globally across the board without any repercussion and re any repercussions to the guests or the host, but for hosts that can have an economic impact, a severe economic impact, especially when you have a number of properties or a number of cancellations that are, that are hitting you and th th there, there's nothing that you can do about it, you know? And so with a platform like Airbnb, you know, you don't want to just be dependent on, on that platform. You want to, you want to look at multiple platforms, having your, your uh, property, listed on multiple platforms because different platforms have different ways of handling cancellations. Uh, and then also you want to use this opportunity if you don't already to create your own direct booking platform, your own website with your own capability to take direct bookings. And we'll maybe we'll do another episode in the future about that and taking advantage of that opportunity and, and marketing it, listing it and driving, uh, driving guests to to book with you directly because there's some strategy behind that. So those are a few things that um, that you want to be mindful of, and then a couple of things that you do not want to do.
But here's a few things that you might want to consider doing. So one of the things that we're doing is we've recently changed our cleaning protocol at all of our properties. And so you want to do this for a couple of reasons. You want to protect your cleaning teams, whether that's yourself or you outsource that. And also you want to protect the guests that are coming into your to your properties. And so you want to change your cleaning protocols to prevent spreading of any of the bacteria associated with the virus. You want to also educate and train your cleaning team. And so you can educate yourself on the virus and how to clean up properly behind it. There's a, a lot of YouTube videos out there right now. There's a lot of content on the web that's been recently posted. And so, so you know, as, as most folks know, soap and water and sanitizer go a long way in, in, in the prevention part of it. But then there are things that you can do on the cleaning side that will also help kill or reduce the spread of any of the bacteria associated with the, the coronavirus that will make your property that much cleaner and safer for your, for yourself, your cleaning team, and ultimately your guests. And so, so I know there's a shortage on sanitizer, some other consumable items. There are ways to actually, uh, a lot of folks may not realize this or know this, but there are ways to make your own sanitizer. And so you can Google that. Uh, there may even be some YouTube videos by now. I know there's been a couple of news reports, but there are ingredients you can use to make your own sanitizer. And I'll, I'll try to uh, post a, a link in the show notes uh, that, that, that reflects what, what those ingredients are, but there are ways to make your own sanitizer that is effective in helping to prevent the spread of, uh, of the virus. And so that's something you may want to take a look at. And then another thing also is you want to create copy and market your listing in a way that speaks to, you know, how clean, disinfected and sanitized your property is. And so, especially in this time, if you have a way to create copy, and that's something that we're in the process of doing right now, but if you have a way to create copy that speaks to how, how you handle, you know, the, 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 the cleaning of the property or how you manage the cleanliness and, and a sanitation of your property to give guests who are potentially looking at your listing versus other listings that still need accommodations to give them a sense of how you manage that and how clean your property is and sanitized it is and how it's going to lower the, uh, lower the impact of them potentially, you know, catching anything while they're staying at your property that could go a long way. So that's something that we, we concentrate on heavily is the cleaning piece in our properties. And so, you know, I, we go so far as to, We've trained ourselves and our team, we've trained them to even disinfect the door handles and all of the light switches and plates in the unit. That's one of the first things that's done when in going into a unit that a guest has left is there's uh, wipes that we use with a, a mix of product where we're able to basically decontaminate all of the, the touch point areas in the property from the 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 front door entry door handle and and lock keypad to the back sliding door or or even the door handle on the refrigerator and the cabinets i mean so so that's a practice that we've put into place and so when you're able to articulate that and convey that to a potential guest then you uh you know that that could appeal to them especially during this time frame and then you also want to be able to write copy in a way 
um, in your listing in a way that attracts the people that who still need to travel or still want to get away. So right now, travel is severely impacted um, and it's greatly reduced. But there are those who still need to travel for whatever reason or still want to just get away, whether it's a staycation or they're still going, they still have a need to get away. So here's a perfect example. So I, like I said, my, me and my family, we're in Florida right now. Unfortunately, we had to come down for a funeral uh, this weekend that was, that was yesterday. And so, you know, so we fairly last minute were looking for places to stay and what the the Airbnb properties at the time that we were booking because this was probably a week uh, week to a week and a half ago when we were looking to to book something the Airbnb properties that were available at that time or that were left available I should say at that time were more than I wanted to pay um, for for what we were getting and that was before there was a considerable mass exodus of can, you know of, of guests and cancellations and so at that time it was a little bit more than i wanted to pay and we had some some hotel points and different things like that that we were in a position to use and so long story short we ended up staying at a marriott but when we travel whether it's you know typically in a hotel for for sure if we're, if we're utilizing a hotel we have an extra set of sheets that we'll take and you know a lot of times we'll change out the hotel sheets and so, and we're just a little bit more comfortable. You know, people would say we're paranoid, maybe to a degree that may be true, but a lot of times we're just more comfortable utilizing our own sheets. And so we'll do that. But in this case, because of, you know, what's happening, the time frame that we're in, we went a little bit further, took extra steps to kind of disinfect and clean and sanitize, you know, areas of the room that we're staying in that we're going to be touching frequently. So from the exterior door handle, to the interior sink faucet shower faucet knobs you know the the remote we cleaned thoroughly you know we we didn't want to just entrust that the housekeeping team did a thorough enough job on, on cleaning these high touch areas and so we went in and cleaned it to our satisfaction and we've been really vigilant about you know trying to be sanitary and 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 extra extra clean extra careful about the things that we touch and and you know and that sort of thing and so we're taking precautions as travelers but we had a travel need that we couldn't you know it, it just we weren't in a position to not travel and and we still had to travel so had we found something where we found a listing be it a short-term rental uh, a specific hotel who had copy in their in their listing description or in in some marketing piece or advertising that talked about the extent to which they've gone through to accommodate the virus or or sanitizing due to the the, the coronavirus spread that would have appealed to us you know and you know we, we we may have very well in fact stayed at one of those locations and so but that's that's what i mean by writing copy that appeals to folks that still have a need to travel so lastly, the last thing I wanted to cover real quick, you know, there's some different models, different business models for short term rentals that, that are being affected by the coronavirus differently. OK, so one business model that, that, that many folks use is the co-hosting model. Right. So the co-hosting model, you know, for those that don't know, 
is is simply you are managing basically managing another owner's property for them and taking a percentage of the revenue or the profit right and so for the co-hosts that don't have you, you know you can get started co-hosting with little or nothing but for the co-hosts who don't have uh financially invested interest in that specific property then the main downside to this time period that we're in right now is loss of revenue because as the owner or the property owner loses bookings or, or you know cancellations come through the the co-host or the property management company would simply lose out on that revenue right and so and and if it if it got too bad they could potentially lose a contract with a property owner but but that's the main thing it's it's revenue specific primarily for co-hosts the impact of this thing there are those that own properties right and they they use their properties that they own as short-term rentals and so if this crisis extends you know maybe they consider long-term tenants um, or something like that or, or you may be in a position to take advantage of the, the newly uh, uh, announced federal interest rate cut to zero percent that was announced today that I'm sure would have some positive impact on property owners Okay. And so then those, those of us like, uh, myself that where we practice what's called rental arbitrage. And so basically we will contract with a property to secure a number of units. And then we place our customers, our guests, our clients in those units. And so we're on the hook for rental payments or property, monthly property payments. And so in, in, in that case, you know, we'll have to get you know, we'll have to get creative. We'll have to pivot and get creative using some of the techniques that I explained to kind of overcome this and keep your occupancy at a reasonably decent level and ultimately try to remain profitable at the very, very least to break even. And so, you know, as one of my mentors said, you know, ultimately you, you one of the things you never want to do is, is lose money. And, and so I would agree with that. Okay, so above all, you know, I would close with just saying stay informed, you know, follow all the necessary precautions to remain healthy and to remain safe. So until next time, we definitely appreciate you uh, listening to the Hospitality Cashflow Podcast, and we'll talk to you later. Thanks for listening to the show. Tune in next week to learn more about using real estate for hospitality cash flow. If you received value from this episode, please leave a rating and review. This helps the show reach more listeners. We truly appreciate your support.